Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Hey, welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Recap Edition. It's your favorite married couple in personal brand strategy, <laughs> Rory and AJ Vaden. Probably the That's only a large assumption. Well, I, there's not that many married couples that do. We'll take it. Brand. I mean, yeah, I'm not arguing. Anyways. So we're highlighting the interview with uh, Kristen Gisa, which you know, shared a lot of backstory about how we found her through a cold call. And we just want to give you our top three and three. The first one we both shared. So babe, I'll let you kick off. What was your first big takeaway from Kristen? Yeah. And it was a takeaway and an aha moment and a, hmm, not sure I'll ever want to be on TV kind of moment <laughs> <laughs> all at the same time. But just the importance of it's kind of almost like entertainment over information. And I think she talked a lot about, so I don't think. By but, the way, the, the, the topic of the interview was how to get booked on TV. If oh. you haven't listened to the interview, <laughs> listen to it. Always, uh, you got to know, know what that is. Um, but I think to me that the part that really stood out was it's not really about the information as much as what do you do with the information to entertain the people who are watching. Mm. And that's where I naturally have a conflict because it's like, I don't want to create drama when there doesn't need to be, but that's so much of TV today. And uh, drama. Not, not saying it's good nor bad. I'm just saying it is what Pretty it much is. You're saying it's bad. That's what I heard. <laughs> I heard you saying it was bad, but we'll leave that to you to decide. Um, but I, I just think that, you know, that was just, it's really interesting. It's about emotion and, the entertainment value of, oh, the shock and awe, can't believe they said that, or, you know, can't believe this happened. And I thought that's anti what I want in my life. So that was kind of like a really good, clear realization. What you probably probably don't know, unless you've listened to every single episode is AJ doesn't watch crime movies. She doesn't watch anything sad, anything with horror, (laughs) anything with drama. Pretty much she watches romantic comedies and animated feature films. And I don't even watch those because they're my kids. Uh, Mm -hmm. Really, it's just rom-coms. That's it. We don't. If it's not making me laugh, 
I'm not into it. I don't want to be scared, sad, and I angry, definitely don't want to be angry violent. Or, or cry. Yeah. So I think that was the part which is really interesting is that you've got to bring a lot of entertainment value to even media interviews and getting pitched and there's got to be an entertainment value to it. So almost more important than the information in and of itself, it's how you're delivering it. And I think that's really important. Yeah. And, and so that was my first big takeaway. I, I wrote down entertainment, not enlightenment. I didn't process it in such like a negative way, but more of an insightful going, if you want to be in TV, you got to realize that you're in entertainment, not enlightenment, which if you're building a personal brand, a lot of times it's like the essence was information marketing, not for everyone. That's information marketing and personal branding are not the same thing. Information marketing is a subset of some personal brands. But if you're an author with a video course, it tends to be more about like teaching and like you're saying information and TV is the goal isn't to be high minded. People don't watch TV. They watch TV for an escape. They watch it to laugh. They watch it to be engaged and entertained, not necessarily to learn. And so per se, per se there's some yeah, yeah, yeah. caveats to it, to but it. yeah. Anyway, so that's, that's it. So that was the first one that was for me too. So yeah. that was a big one. All right. My, so my second one, which is kind of connected, but I actually really loved this concept. She used this phrase a couple times, heightened authenticity. And I wrote it down. You should write it down because whether you're trying to be a reality TV star or you're just trying to host an interesting podcast or be an author or have great videos or just, yeah, just be a great writer, it's heightened authenticity. And this is an interesting balance between being real, not being fake, but creating kind of that entertainment value. And it's like in speaking, I was always told that speakers have a license to embellish. <laughs> you, you don't have a license to make up, but you have a license to embellish, to accentuate the salient emotions <laughs> of a story or of a bit. And I think that's really important especially if you're on TV. But look, if you're on YouTube, you're on TV. If you have a podcast, you know, you're on the radio or, or whatever. It's You're a host. People are looking for that. And specifically, what do you do with that practically? I think she said, don't tell me who you are. Make me feel who you are. Mm -hmm. Make sure your delivery creates emotions, which we talk a lot about at our world-class keynote craft event, sort of the magic of how to do that. And that was just a great reminder. And I had never heard that term heightened authenticity. Yeah. All right. That's really good. My second one is something she said towards the very end, but I thought, wow, that's probably, probably we need to like push that up to the front as a good reminder to everyone who is trying to get pitched for a media interview or even a podcast interview, TV show, whatever it is, talk show, whatever. But it's like social media is today's resume. Mm. You don't need to tell me all the things you talk about. I can go and find them myself and it better match up. And probably this was strike two against me because if you went to my social feeds, all you would learn about me is that I know how to make really cute kids. <laughs> that's it. Because that's all I post about. And she's so. not hireable for that in case you're wondering. Um, that's that's uh, not an available yeah. service. But, you know, it's, again, it's one of those things where how many of us have some sort of pitch deck or there's a media kit, a speaker kit, a whatever kit, and it talks about, well, here are my talking points and here's what you da 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 da, da. Then you go to your social media and none of that is represented there. Yeah. 
And she's like, social media is your resume. It's not about what you've done. It's what are you doing? And is it current tense? And to how many people are you doing it for? And I thought that was a really good aha reminder because I know so many people who are like putting together pitch decks and writing these long emails and got this kit. And it's like, really, well, all they need to do is go to your social media. They're going to do that anyway. So is that representative of who you are, what you talk about, what your brand is about? And I would say for a lot of people, it's probably not, including myself. But you're um, also clarifying, you're not trying to sell a TV show no. and you're not trying to get booked on media. So that's okay. Like no, that, but maybe my brand shouldn't be more aligned with my passion and interests, which are my children. So I thought, you know, again, it's just all those things of like, do you align with actually what you're passionate about putting out there into the world? Or are you putting anything out there? All those things I thought were really an aha moment. She so shed something really quick. But if you take a moment to let that sink in, it's like, oh, let's take a look at that. Let's realign some things and make sure that they all match. That's yeah, it. I love that. So my third one was a simple, a simple thing. She actually didn't say this, but it reminded me of something that I have held as a philosophy in my life for a long time that I need to be reminded of, which is that everybody is a somebody somewhere. Mm. Everybody is a somebody somewhere. And I must have had that first, that thought when I was probably in my early 20s was that everyone that you sit next to on a plane, they're a somebody somewhere. They can get you the hookup somewhere, right? Even if it's just a place to stay at their house when you travel to their city or they work at some type of job or they hire speakers or they know someone who's a podcast host or they're friends with a big social media influencer or they are a TV producer or they're the assistant to a producer or they can get you free passes to the water park. Like every single person you meet, everybody is a somebody somewhere. And to Kristen's point, because she's not a personality, like she's not trying to get on shows. Her mm -hmm. feed is her kids. And if you just looked at social media, you might not realize that, hey, by the way, this woman has booked dozens of people for Oprah. So she might be someone you want to know, you want to be nice to. And the truth is, everybody has connections and things that, that you could benefit from. So if you're a jerk and can't be nice to people for the sake of being nice, <laughs> just remember everybody is a somebody somewhere. So that's a reason to be nice to everybody also. Yeah, I think that also is indicative too of people's like relying too much on their social feeds because you forget to realize like these people probably do have professional lives and they have this and they have that. And without doing the necessary research, which I... I find that there's a whole bunch people don't do they're today. not sharing on their social. Um, there's so much they're not sharing. It's, you're not really sure how like to connect you, with that. As a yeah. case in point. That'd be a great example of that. But I think all those things really do, I think, tee up something that she didn't say so clearly here, but it's do your research. Like you want to get on a certain show, what types of people do they interview? What types of content is really popular? Who is the audience? Who is that? Do the necessary research instead of copying and pasting the same email and you're saying you know, attachment and send all, right? You got to do the necessary research to see where you fit and how do you fit and who's the right person and what have they done? And that all takes time, time and effort. Well, and your third takeaway was sort of related to that yeah, in general. Which I was doing tea. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, allow me to interrupt your transition to help you make your transition. Uh, so my third takeaway <laughs> is making it not about you, but what are you doing for the audience? right? It's not just, hey, I've got this great insight or this great perspective or I've got this great plan or 
whatever you have, it's what are you doing for the audience with that? So how are you making this relevant to the people who are listening or watching that they can then take it and apply it to their life, to their business, to their home and do something with it? So what are you doing for the audience? And one of the things that I think is really important for our audience is your audience in this respect are the people who are booking people. That is your audience. So what are you doing for them? What do they want? And are you doing it for that audience in addition to the actual audience that you would be doing an interview for or a podcast for or a you know, TV show for? It's twofold and you've got kind of a primary audience, which is the person getting you on the show. And then the secondary audience, which is the people who would be watching it. And that goes for podcast and all. So that, that was my last one. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, quick takeaways, powerful interview. If you've ever thought about pitching your own TV show or getting just booked on a talk show or being a talk show host, an absolute must listen to Kristen Gisa. As always, thanks for being here. We're breaking it down. We're trying to make it practical. We want to help you build and monetize your personal brand so that you can make more impact, make more income, and just make a big difference in the world. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation.